Section 15 of The Shipwreck by William Falconer. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Phil Schampf. Canto Third, Part Four. Stop, wandering thought. Methinks I feel their strains diffuse delicious languor through my veins. Adieu, ye flowery vales and fragrant scenes, delightful bowers and ever vernal greens. Adieu, ye streams that o'er enchanted ground in lucid maze the aeonian hill surround. Ye fairy scenes where fancy loves to dwell and young delight forever oh farewell the soul with tender luxury you fill and o'er the sense lethean dews distill awake o oh memory from the inglorious dream with brazen lungs resume the kindling theme collect thy powers arouse thy vital fire ye spirits of the storm my verse inspire hoarse as the whirlwinds that enrage the main in torrent pour along the swelling strain now through the parting wave impetuous bore the scudding vessels stem the athenian shore the pilots as the waves behind her swell still with the wheeling stern their force repel for this assault should either quarter feel again to flank the tempest she might reel the steersman every bidden turn apply to right and left the spokes alternate fly thus when some conquered host retreats in fear the bravest leaders guard the broken rear indignant they retire and long oppose superior armies that around them close still shield the flanks the routed squadrons join and guide the flight in one continued line thus they direct the flying bark before the impelling floods that lash her to the shore high o'er the poop the audacious seas aspire uprolled in hills of fluctuating fire with laboring throes she rolls on either side and dips her gunnels in the yawning tide her joints unhinged in palsy languors play as ice flakes part beneath the noontide ray the gale howls doleful through the blocks and shrouds and big rain pours a deluge from the clouds from wintry magazines that sweep the sky descending globes of hail impetuous fly high on the masts with pale and livid rays amid the gloom portentous meteors blaze the ethereal dome in mournful pomp arrayed now buried lies beneath impervious shade now flashing round intolerable light redoubles all the horror of the night such terror cyanized trembling hill o'erspread when heaven's loud trumpet sounded o'er its head it seemed the wrathful angel of the wind had all the horrors of the skies combined and here to one ill-fated ship opposed at once the dreadful magazine disclosed and lo tremendous o'er the deep he springs the inflaming sulphur flashing from his wings hark his strong voice the dismal silence breaks 
mad chaos from the chains of death awakes loud and more loud the rolling peals enlarge and blue on deck the fiery tides discharge there all aghast the shivering wretches stood while chill suspense and fear congealed their blood wide bursts in dazzling sheets the living flame and dread concussion rends the ethereal frame sick earth convulsive groans from shore to shore and nature shuddering feels the horrid roar still the sad prospect rises on my sight revealed in all its mournful shade and light even now my ear with quick vibration feels the explosion burst in strong rebounding peals swift through my pulses glides the kindling fire as lightning glances on the electric wire yet ah the languid colors vainly strive to bid the scene in native hues revive but lo at last from tenfold darkness born forth issues o'er the wave the weeping morn hail sacred vision who on orient wings the cheering dawn of light propitious brings all nature smiling hailed the vivid ray that gave her beauties to returning day all but our ship which groaning on the tide no kind relief no gleam of hope descried for now in front her trembling inmates see the hills of greece emerging on the lee so the lost lover views that fatal morn on which forever from his bosom torn the maid adorned resigns her blooming charms to bless with love some happier rival's arms so to eliza dawned that cruel day that tore aeneas from her sight away that saw him parting never to return herself in funeral flames decreed to burn o oh, yet in clouds thou genial source of light conceal thy radiant glories from our sight go with thy smile adorn the happy plain and gild the scenes where health and pleasure reign but let not here in scorn thy wanton beam insult the dreadful grandeur of my theme while shoreward now the bounding vessel flies full in her van st george's cliffs arise high o'er the rest a pointed crag is seen that hung projecting o'er a mossy green huge breakers on the larboard bow appear and full ahead its eastern ledges bear to steer more eastward albert still commands and shun if possible the fatal strands nearer and nearer now the danger grows and all their skill relentless fate suppose for while more eastward they direct the prow enormous waves the quivering deck o'erflow while as she wheels unable to subdue her sallies still they dread her broaching too alarming thought for now no more a lee her trembling side could bear the invading sea and if pursuing waves she scuds before headlong she runs upon the frightful shore a shore where shelves and hidden rocks abound 
where death in secret ambush lurks around not half so dreadful to aeneas's eyes the straits of sicily were seen to rise when palinurus from the helm descried the rocks of scylla on his eastern side while in the west with hideous yawn disclosed his onward path charybdis's gulf opposed the double danger he alternate viewed and cautiously his arduous track pursued thus while to right and left destruction lies between the extremes the daring vessel flies with terrible eruption bursting o'er the marble cliffs tremendous surges roar hoarse through each winding creek the tempest raves and hollow rocks repeat the groan of waves should once the bottom strike this cruel shore the parting ship that instant is no more nor she alone but with her all the crew beyond relief are doomed to perish too but haply she escapes the dreadful strand though scarce ten fathoms distant from the land swift as the weapon quits the scythian bow she cleaves the burning billows with her prow and forward hurrying with impetuous haste borne on the tempest's wings the isle she passed with longing eyes and agony of mind the sailors view this refuge left behind happy to bribe with india's richest ore a safe accession to that barren shore when in the dark peruvian mine confined lost to the cheerful commerce of mankind the groaning captive wastes his life away forever exiled from the realms of day not half such pangs his bosom agonize when up to distant light he rolls his eyes where the broad sun in his diurnal way imparts to all beside his vivid ray while all forlorn the victim pines in vain for scenes he never shall possess again end of section fifteen